You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast where we learn how to manifest and make magic and do life the soul's way. And today we have such a good topic that I'm literally like dancing around. My heart is all racy just because I'm so pumped to sit down and record this episode for you. It is wild how excited I am, but it's so good because it is the key to being the magnet that everything is drawn to and to effortless manifestation. So you are going to be thanking me big time for this episode. It's also about why manifestation can feel so hard and so exhausting and how to make it not that way, right? So it's a big one. It's I know you're going to appreciate this episode and it's hopefully, hopefully going to be a game changer and eye opening for you. Even if you're already aware of this principle, maybe it'll serve as a great reminder for you. We could all use this reminder, myself included. I remind myself of this every single day, actually. I have notes written on my whiteboard and alarms on my phone that remind me to be the vibe, be the person that I want to become. Like, just be her now. Be that version of myself now. So it's not, we're going to bust some myths, (laughs) bust some myths, bust some myths, that is hard to say, uh, about like the concept of acting as if, which I don't really like calling it that anymore because you're not faking it until you make it. You are simply being who you actually are as an authentic soul, who you are to the core of your being, not the version of you that you think makes you a success in the eyes of society or the version of you that you think you have to be in order to be a success in the eyes of society, really, um, or in your ego's mind, right? Being who you actually are as a soul and just unleashing your full authentic self, sharing your soul gifts, your innate gifts, that's the magic. That is the pixie dust. That is the light. That is your inner fire. And what is everything drawn to? The light, right? It's like moths to a flame, Everything is drawn to the light and the warmth. And that's what you are going to be when you are just fully being your authentic self, when you are being the vibe instead of holding the vibe. So let me talk about where I think a lot of law of attraction and manifestation teachers kind of get this twisted. And it makes you and people like me very, very, very exhausted trying to do all the right things and quote unquote, hold the vibe and be a vibrational match to our desires, which a lot of times come from ego, whether we know it or not, and hold that vibration until we get the thing that we want and we can check it off and go check, okay, got it off my vision board, what's next? And it doesn't actually even bring us lasting happiness because only true fulfillment, soul joy, soul bliss, like bliss, that can only come from being your full authentic self as a soul, doing what lights you up as a soul, 
serving the purpose you came here to serve as a soul, like doing your soul's work and letting yourself really shine for who you are. That is a level of bliss and happiness and peace that you cannot achieve or nothing else will even touch it. Nothing else comes even close to it. No amount of money, no certain X amount of dollar launch, right? No certain designer handbag, no external thing or person or place or experience can replace that of fully like soul freedom, fully being who you are as a soul and doing what you came here to do. There's just, just, it's unmatchable. So where was I going with that? Oh, so what a lot of people teach and what I did for years and even what I also taught for years because that's what I knew. In one, on one hand, I was teaching this concept of the, you know, act as if, the be the person that you want to become, be her now. How would she show up? How would she dress? How would she think? How would she walk? How would she talk? But the problem with that is that can sometimes we think that we are pulling that from our soul or our future self, but what we're actually creating is this version of us that we think will make us a success based on the subconscious, based on what we see on social media, based on how we see other people having success. And therefore, by accident, you can end up kind of mimicking other successful people and what they do because that's all you know, right? That's all you see as your examples. But what you should see from those examples is that those people who are shining success, who are genuinely fulfilled at the soul level, doing what lights them up, they're super abundant, they're super magnetic, things just happen so effortlessly for them, they are following their true soul journey, their true soul path, and they're being who they are as a soul fully expressed. They did it by being themselves. And I love looking at like, really out there like wacky kind of um pop stars as an example as funny as this is but if you look at like the biggest um most successful like pop stars like michael jackson and elton john and lady gaga like look at how odd they are prince (laughs) like they are oddballs right they have such unique fashion super creative genius minds in their music in their performances like really out there but I bet you and it's cool now because they were like they owned it they were like whether it was actually them or for some of them it might have been more like a stage a stage presence or an alter ego but regardless they stayed true to what felt good for them and I bet you in the beginning nobody was like oh yeah that's so cool that's so you know I want to be wearing crazy costumes like that or doing weird things like that like No one in the beginning told them to be like that, but they stayed true. They were just fully themselves. Like Dolly Parton, like all the people, they have all their own quirks and their own thing. They're so successful because they're just so themselves. So I just love looking at like singers. I don't know why, but like looking at singers for an example of that. But you can look at artists. You can look at, you know, authors. You can look at, pick pick the industry in which you want to thrive and look at the most successful people and they all just followed their own heart and soul and they full up they show up fully as themselves so anyway the problem is when we think of our future self and how would she dress and how would she act and how would she show up we can confuse that with how other people in the industry 
that we think we must look like or sound like or talk like or act like, we confuse it with that and we start trying to show up like that instead of actually digging deep, going inwards and getting to know ourselves again, getting to know who we truly are as a soul. Like what really is the way that my soul speaks? What really is the thing that lights me up? What really is the the little quirks and things that make me unique and special as a soul? What is the way that I like to write, play, sing, dance, teach, whatever it is? So aligning with that is actually the key to being the vibe, being the magnet, being the light, not trying to be this projected version of what you think you should be. Don't get those two things mixed up. And then the other thing that people teach a lot is to hold the vibration. Be, you know, see yourself. Let's say you're, I just, I always go to business because that's where my mind goes, right? I'm an entrepreneur. So let's say your goal is to have your first 5K month in business or your first 10K month in business and you need to be a vibrational match to that desire. So you need to be vibrating and acting as if you already have the 10k or the 5k and so you need to have feel the gratitude for it feel the excitement see yourself celebrating who are you with what are you celebrating how are you celebrating you know see it feel it and then hold that vibrational level with your thoughts and feelings because this is using the law of attraction only this is not taking into account something called the law of resonance which is what i teach all about because I learned about it about seven months ago and it completely changed the entire game of manifestation. It completely takes it to a whole new level and makes it so much more peaceful and effortless to manifest. So listen closely. So using law of attraction only, you have to use your thoughts and feelings to keep them focused and keep them in a line with that high vibration of the thing you're trying to attract. So this means you need to constantly see it, put it on your vision board somewhere, repeat it every day with affirmations, truly believe, which is the tricky part too, truly believe you can have it while at the same time somehow trying to be detached from it happening, even though you want it so bad and it's all you're focusing on. Like that's almost an oxymoron right there. So that's where a lot of people get stuck because how do you want something and focus all your energy on it and then also let it go and not want it at the same time. It's very, very hard. That's why the traditional way of teaching manifestation is very tricky for so many people. It's like, focus on your desires, visualize what you want, get clarity on what you want, and then let it go and don't want it anymore. (laughs) And it's like, how do you do that? I'm gonna record an episode right after this on how you do surrender. How do you let it go? How do you, um, yeah, surrender. But anyway, that's the that's the paradox with that. And I used to just think that's how it is. Manifestation is paradoxical, paradoxical, if that's the word, by nature. And that's just how it is. And it's a lot of work and it's a lot of mental energy. And it's a lot of repeating the right things and doing the right actions and doing the right mindset work every day and building the belief every day. And that is one way of doing it. It is, guys. But it's very, very slow. And as you probably know, it can be very frustrating. It can be exhausting because you have to hold those thoughts, hold those feelings, hold the gratitude, hold the image while also somehow letting it go until you get the thing. And then, yay, you got the thing. You got the 5K month or the 10K month. 
And then immediately what happens is those same beliefs that made it so hard to get the thing in the first place, they start to swoop back in because your subconscious just works on a loop. So those same thoughts about money going to run out or that you're not worthy of that much or you didn't you don't deserve that much or people are going to regret paying you that much or your programs aren't going to be worth that much or whatever. Those crappy beliefs are going to come right back up again and you're going to have to start from square one and start to hold the vibe again. Hold the vibe, hold the vibe, hold the vibe, hold your thoughts, hold your feelings, hold your thoughts, hold your feelings. And so that's exhausting, holding this vibe. It's almost like you're physically carrying something on your shoulders. You're carrying this weight, right? And also you got that goal and it was like, yay, I got the goal. But then you immediately went to, all right, what's next? And now how am I going to do that again? And how am I possibly going to go beyond that? Like that was so exhausting. Even if you didn't on paper hustle to get the results, like you didn't put in a lot of hours in your business, you didn't work too much. But it was mental hustle, right? It is tiring holding the vibe. So this is where we enter law of resonance. What if instead of this vibration being something you have to constantly hold and act as if and pretend almost in a way, what if it's not something you held? What if it's who you were? What if you be the vibe? What if that's just where you lived? What if that was just your identity? Your identity is everything, everything. That's why it's such a core focus of soul legacy is I swear that program was almost called embodiment or like identity makeover or something. And perhaps it will, (laughs) perhaps it will be renamed some point in the future, but it's all about identity, uncovering who is that soul magnetic version of me because we all have a magnetic, beautiful soul. And it will draw people to you. Will it also trigger some people? Yes. Will it also push some people away who aren't ready for you? Or again, who are triggered by your energy? Yeah. You will also turn some people away, turn some people off or some things off. But for the most part, You're going to magnetize and you're going to magnetize what's for your highest good. This means soul aligned clients who love you for you, who you are as a soul. This means money, opportunities, love, friendships, health, healing, blessings, abundance, all the good things. Magnetizing to who you are. And it's not something you have to hold as if you're holding something that's not yours, like you're holding these feelings, these thoughts, these images, these visions. This is why I say a lot of this visualization work, it can keep you separate from your future self. So, I mean, because I have done this work for like almost a decade, probably a decade, and a lot of it is about scripting about your future life, dreaming about your ideal self, and over time, some of those tools and things actually did work. Um, like the things I used to script about and journal about, they are my reality now. Like I work for myself, I start my day with um, time for me, doing my soul work, which for me now is way less. It's not all the rituals and things that I thought it had to be. It's just breathing and connecting with my soul. But I do start my day with that and with my health, with a workout. I do have breakfast with my husband, which was something I always envisioned and it happened in a way I wouldn't have expected happened because of the pandemic and him being 
you know, forced to work at home for the time being. But it's all happened. But it took a very, very, very long time for that to manifest. And I don't believe it's just because I used to write in my journal about it once in a while. It's because I finally started to embody the version of me who. And the version of me who, not the version of what I see other people doing it like. And also started fully expressing myself more who I am as an authentic soul. Because that's automatically going to magnetize your people to you. So anyways, I used to do a lot of that work visualizing my future self, dreaming about my ideal day, scripting about her, um, imagining her. And what that does is keeps you separate from that person. So you are keeping yourself separate by saying that's the future me and this is the current me and future me is so much better. Well, what if instead of dreaming about her, you just freaking become her and you do it in a way that feels good to you. Now, in order to figure out who you really are as a soul, like who is the soul, beautiful, shining, magnetic, unstoppable, wild, free, abundant version of you. Who are you actually truly underneath all the layers is you have to start peeling off who you are not, but you have been showing up as. So this is the deeper work. This is the work that actually matters is removing the stuff that was placed upon you that was never the real you. So for example, different roles you've taken on, different beliefs you've taken on, different stories about yourself. These are all just like costumes and clothing that was put on you that wasn't actually yours. But if you wear it long enough, like a mentor once said to me, if you wore my sweater for six months, you'd start thinking it's yours, right? If you wore it every single day for six months, you're going to completely forget that it was mine and you're going to think it's yours. You own it. You've been wearing it every day. That's how it goes with the identities and roles and stories you've been carrying about yourself for some of you for your entire life, some of you since childhood, since something happened in your teens, and often even things that happened in past life or generational because we all inherit DNA and we actually inherit consciousness. We inherit things from our ancestors. We inherit things from our parents that actually even our DNA, our body, it's made of spirit. It's made of energy. And when we are born, when we come into this world, we actually aren't the clean slate that you would think we are. We come in with already some predetermined stories, beliefs, ways of thinking that are already actually just in our DNA. And so it's up to us to kind of Go sift through that and see, hmm, what is actually me as the soul and what was kind of placed upon me or what did I inherit? And a lot of it does happen in your in your lifetime, but some of it even before. So that's the real work. That's the work that I do inside of Soul Legacy with my girls is we look at, hmm, what were all the roles that were placed upon you? Did you become a mother and then suddenly... You took on this role of having to be the responsible one or the controlling one, right? And that you're like, that's not who I am as a soul. So your soul is screaming and it's unhappy and it's yearning to come out because you've taken on these other identities and roles that don't align with that. 
that's what misalignment feels like when you feel lost or you feel sad and you don't know why. It's because you're not aligned with who you actually are as the soul. Another example is just scenarios you've been through, things you've been through, things people have said to you that have shaped you and made you think that that's you when it's actually not. So an example from my life is that as a child, I had a lot of physical complications and I had to have a lot of surgeries on my body, on my feet, on my back. Um, And so my identity kind of became like the sick girl or the sick daughter Uh, and got special time with mom and dad when I was sick or in the hospital and needing. But then at the same time, so that's one identity, the person that's always sick. At the same time, people were constantly telling me how brave and strong I was. And I do think me as a soul, I am extremely brave. I am extremely courageous, like naturally as a soul. But the way that they were calling me brave was because I didn't complain about having surgeries I never outwardly complained about being so different and having physical challenges and pains um, from scoliosis, from severe clubbed feet, from Beale's syndrome, having such a different body. I never let anyone see that that hurt me or that bothered me or that made me emotional. So they meant strong emotionally. And so then in my mind, I was like, okay, strong emotionally means you don't show people your weaknesses. You don't be vulnerable in front of people and then as I turned into a teenager that turned into me being like very witty and very sarcastic and kind of um blunt and (laughs) having this attitude of like you can't hurt me because I'll just laugh it off or I'll hurt you first but like in a joking way kind of thing this tough exterior and that's not me as a soul that is something I took on from just going through this 3d world and going through these this perspective of life and those kind of things getting placed upon me. But that's not me as a soul. I'm open. I'm gentle. I am emotional. And I know that every emotion is just a vibration of love. So even when you're sad or when you're feeling hate, like the worst emotions are still a vibration of love. And so the soul me embraces all of the emotions and is open and vulnerable and soft. But then the 3D me let this identity of being like strong and almost like cold at times which feels really out of alignment because it's not me as a soul so you can start to think about what are those roles and things for you what have you started taking on even the other day I wrote a post about how I had to catch myself because this work is continuous it's ongoing I had to catch myself realizing that I was showing up as a version of me who was temporarily like responding to temporary circumstance right so things were temporarily really weird in my business as I worked with this mentor who told me to like stop all things stop coaching stop taking money stop doing this blah 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 and that put me in a crappy temporary situation especially financially but also soul soul wise I was completely not feeling fulfilled not feeling joy because I feel joy when I do what I love which is coaching and writing and um, helping people work their light so I wasn't doing that and then obviously as a result in the 3d world I felt lack I felt unaligned I felt unfulfilled and I realized I was showing up 
as somebody who is reacting to to the version of me that's reacting to that temporary circumstance like the victim mentality and I was like whoa 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 it doesn't matter what my current situation is or my current circumstances this is not who I am as a soul this is not me this like person who's like oh if I could just get one customer and then I could be back on track like that was how I started I started to slip into that mindset at the beginning of uh kicking off my last program and I had to stop and be like whoa what are you talking about girl this is not you and stop and release that version of me send it into unconditional love and light and call my real self back call my soul back and then, of course, once I did that, the content started flowing. The content ideas were just way abundant. I couldn't even keep up with them. Um, the ideas were flowing. The The clients that are perfect, soul-aligned, beautiful, amazing clients started showing up. I'm so happy with the group that we have. Inside Soul Legacy, they're the most beautiful souls. Shout out to you, girls, if you're listening. And they're just such a joy, like a true honor and joy to work with and to guide them through this work that I'm telling telling you about right now is it's really all about identity, uncovering the real you as a soul, because from there and only there is where you magnetize effortlessly and you don't have to repeat affirmations every day, pull cards every day, meditate every day, write out your desires 10 times by for 10 days in a row, 10 different things or whatever these different methods are, you don't need any of that. You just need to remember that it's not about holding a vibration that's not yours. It's about being the freaking vibration, being the whole damn fire. This is the whole theme of my book, Whole Damn Fire, which is coming out soon. I know I keep saying that, but um, I kind of put it on pause while I was launching Soul Legacy. And then I also got the download that oops there's two more chapters that need to go in so I had to email my editor and be like don't kill me Lisa I know I have to add a couple of chapters after you already edited so I'm aiming for end of September early October to like launch launch it and have our little virtual launch party too uh, which you can sign up for that if you're one of the first people to get a copy of the book you can join the free launch party on zoom which is going to have prizes and q a and some readings from the book it's going to be so much fun so i'll put the link for that in the podcast notes and that's whole damn fire coming very soon but that's the theme of the whole book is like fully expressing instead of just letting people see this little spark in you that little twinkle in your eye that little something something <laughs> je ne sais quoi let them see the whole damn fire, like unleash your full soul, your full authentic self. And from there is where you are going to magnetize, you are going to attract, you are going to experience effortless and peaceful manifestation. This is called law of resonance. It's called resonating and vibrating at that level that you were born to come here and play in. This is just where you live. This is your home. And there just may be some maintenance you need to do to make sure you're keeping any unwanted versions of yourself, any ego, fear versions of yourself, any vibrations that aren't the real you. Keeping that out of your house is really the key. So I hope you found this helpful, interesting, perhaps 
you haven't thought of it in this way before, let me know. I want to hear your thoughts. So tag me on Instagram at Emily Ann Brandt and share a screenshot of this episode. Let me know what you thought and I'll talk to you very soon with an episode on surrender. So make sure to subscribe and stay tuned for that one as well. Thank you again so much for listening. It would mean the absolute world to me if you enjoyed this episode and you're loving this podcast. If you could take a couple of seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your social media and tag me at Emily Ann Brandt or send it to a friend who would love it as well. This means so much to a podcaster and that is the best way you can thank us for creating completely free content for you and keep the good stuff coming. Thank you again and I'll see you next time.